everybody. Oh, hey now, hey now, hey now. What's up, everybody? You like that finger snap? Been working on that. I worked on that for 10 minutes before I started this. Welcome to the show. A brand new episode, a brand new week of hot takes. Glad to be here as always. And I feel like there's no better way to start this podcast than watching CNN absolutely piss all over themselves. A, an embarrassing CNN moment, if you will. It's the best way. And I wish I could, I wish I had the time and the energy to find these on a regular basis. I would just open up every show with an embarrassing CNN moment. But once I saw this one in particular, I was like, yeah. That's that's the beginning of the show right there. That's going to work for us. To note that you you did vote against uh, the defense appropriations bill this week. That or no, the, I didn't. The rule. No, you're the, wrong. No, the rule you, to the, Abby. Abby, this is going to be a very embarrassing moment when the internet uh, corrects you on this. I voted for the defense rule both times. Uh, well, I I stand corrected, Congressman. Appreciate you joining us tonight. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Hey, look at her face. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so good. Hold on, hold on. Let's just let's just take a look back. Let's look at her face one more time as she looks stunned into the camera. Like, oh my god, I can't believe that just happened. Mm, mm, yeah. And scene. Cut scene. That's CNN for you. Uh, I just wanted to uh, open up on a a happy note, which is that right there. That's all for you. All for you. Also, Vaporforge bringing you this portion of the show. Vaporforge out on 280, baby. Y'all go see my boys, 4673 Highway 280-205-874-9010. I don't even have to look at this. I've memorized it. I've told y'all so many times. Go see my boys out of Vapor Forge. Oh, we're breaking stuff. Tony, Amy, the rest of the crew, they're all uh, they're all there waiting on you. They are waiting for you to stop by. Now, today was kind of, um, you know, we had a lot of different things on the radio show that we talked about today. Uh, and I feel like, based on what happened today and... What happened yesterday? There's going to be one of these weird news weeks, and it's always hard to, you know, I, I I always want to have a stellar show. I always want every show to be the best show we've ever done, but we have to rely on the whims of the news cycle. We have to rely on the news cycle, kind of, uh, you know, working in our favor and having, you know, good content to work with. Now, maybe that means I'm not a good radio show host, but I'm just saying that's how it works. Today, this week's going to be one of those weeks, but I did find a few things I thought we should bring to the table. I just noticed this moments ago, but there is a report, and I believe this is from Axios, that reveals how the Biden regime is desperately working to keep old Joe Biden from suffering more embarrassing falls ahead of the 2024 election. They go on to talk about uh, certain tactics they use, uh, therapies, if you will. They actually have somebody work with him on strengthening his balance, practicing his balance, because as you see, there's been a couple times 
that old Joe Biden has fallen over. There's been a time or two where he's fallen up the stairs. He's fallen off a bike. It seems, you know, they even changed out the stairs where if you're the president, you're getting on the Air Force One, they have those big, long stairs that go up to the top to the cabin, which is where you would go. But because Joe Biden can't keep his balance, they gave him the short stairs. And he walks up into the plane where the luggage goes and then has to work his way up to the cabin. He seems to trip every time he does this. As you can see here, da, da, da. oh, there's a slip. That was just from a few days ago. When was that from? What's the date on that? Well, that's from July. That was a minor slip from July. But again, over and over and over again, we constantly see it. This Axios story comes out, and everybody's like, God, man, they, the, the fact that we got to have a president, you know, that's got to practice his balance because he's going to be seen falling on TV. We saw at the Air Force Academy. We saw... We saw the bottom of the president's shoes. That's not a normal thing, by the way, to see the bottom of a world leader's shoes. You just, you, you're, the, the president is never, there's never going to be a good position that the president's in where you see the bottom of his shoes. But moments after this Axios article came out, you want to guess what happened? That's right. It happened again. Joe Biden get on, getting off on the little stairs on Air Force One. And, whoop, almost lost it. Almost lost it. Step, step. Whoa, God almighty, that was close. Uh, whoop. Mm. That's the leader of the free world right there. That's the guy that got 81 million votes. That That's the... That's the guy that was so overwhelmingly popular, even after two unsuccessful bids for president that he was so overwhelmingly popular that he got millions of Americans who had never voted before in their life to get up off the couch and go vote. Not just vote. Not just vote for the first time, but vote during COVID when they had a lot more problems. Okay? That's what Joe Biden pulled off. Here's the irony in all of that. If you want to garner votes from average people that don't really pay attention to politics, give them free money, give them stimulus checks, give them $800 a week in unemployment. Americans were getting that stuff when the election came around. <laughs> that gets people motivated to vote, but not to vote against the guy that had been giving them that money. Anyway, I'm not going to get into a big thing about the election will do that another day. There's plenty I can say about that, as you know. But Biden's not having a good day because guess what? There's been another report of Biden's German Shepherd commander biting yet another Secret Service agent. This is the 11th time this dog has bitten a Secret Service agent. CNN reported Tuesday that Joe Biden's German Shepherd named Commander has bitten yet another Secret Service agent. This is the 11th known attack by a commander on a Secret Service agent since the Bidens brought him to replace their German Shepherd named Major after he attacked a bit of Secret Service agent. Do y'all, I, I mean, do they not understand what's going on here? You don't have to have a dog. Like, it's not in the Constitution. We can just say Joe Biden, just, he's, just not, he's just not the guy to have a dog. Donald Trump didn't have a dog. 
don't have a dog. You, here's why Joe Biden can't have a dog. You ready? When a dog, especially a German Shepherd, dogs are very protective, okay? And when their owner is feeble and vulnerable and prone to be taken advantage of, like if your dog knows that the wind could blow you over and somebody could just rummage through your pockets and steal everything, the dog's going to be overly protective. The dog knows Joe Biden's feeble. And so anytime somebody comes around Joe Biden, especially Secret Service agents, because they get kind of close, the dog's going to bite them. Joe Biden's going to have to get a cat or maybe a gerbil. Maybe I'm sure there's somebody in the administration that's probably got a gerbil on them. Get in a little cage, hook it up, get rid of the dogs. And I like dogs. I do. I got two dogs myself. But Joe Biden's got to get rid of the dog. Maybe get a smaller dog. Maybe get a... Maybe not a Labradoodle. You might just have to go straight Pomeranian, Maltese, something small. Old people love small dogs. Little lap dog. Quit with the German Shepherds. You're not cool. You're not connecting with the American people because you got a German Shepherd. What you're looking like is a bad dog owner because you're letting your dog bite people. If you were out in the real world and your dog were biting people like this, you would have lost everything you owned because you would have the craps. You would have been sued 11 times now for your dog biting people. So get rid of the dog. I'm just saying. Speaking of getting rid of things, this Republican primary debate. Tomorrow night there's a new debate, and I'm going to be honest. I've kind of got to... um. I got to make a decision on what we're going to do with tomorrow night's Over the Line podcast. Should I do it like normal or should I try to broadcast live, not live, but in real time, watch the debates? I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. We'll figure it out, though. It'll be a surprise by the time tomorrow comes. But there's another debate happening in November. And this is a little bizarre for me, but nonetheless, it's happening. Ron DeSantis versus Gavin Newsom with Sean Hannity moderating. Okay. It's fine if that's what you want to do. It just seems a little weird. The problem I have with it, I, I, I like the concept. I think it would be good for the voter to hear these two go at it and maybe even some of the left the problem is the people on the left don't pay attention to this stuff it's only going to be people on the right watching this but if you could get people from the left to watch it they may learn something because I, I know I've, I've said Ron DeSantis is not the guy but I still think he's he's right on most policy decisions if he gets on there in schools Gavin Newsom and says some things that maybe some on the left they don't normally hear might even change some minds. I'm just saying. The problem is going to be Sean Hannity's the moderator. Sean Hannity's not going to be able to keep his proverbial hands to himself in the sense of he won't be able to stop himself from interjecting. I'm going to go ahead and call it. Sean Hannity's just that type of guy. He can't help himself if somebody's saying something that he thinks he thinks is false or he thinks is a lie. He's going to get up in the middle of it. And you can't do that. I don't care what side you're on. If you're moderating a debate, be the moderator. 
Don't be a third person debating. We all hated that when Chris Wallace was doing it and Megan Kelly was doing it and, and Brett Bayer or whoever. Like, cut it out. Not to mention everybody on Fox is just flailing at this point. They got a fraction, a fraction of the viewers that they used to have. All because they made the decision that they wanted to get rid of Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson was just he was just saying too much. Gotta go. Gotta go. See you, cuz. And they want, just like they want Tucker Carlson gone, they want Donald Trump gone. They want to be done with him. They want to get back to business as usual. They want somebody like Ron DeSantis, who's being backed by the Bushes and things of that nature. You know, there's people from the Bush administration working at Fox News, so they feel like they, they can really get in the know. The, when you see what these people in the media want, be weary. Because their concern is not what's best for the country. Their concern is how much access are they going to have to the person that's in the White House. For Donald Trump, they don't feel like they'll have as much access or if they rub him the wrong way or report something bad that he's going to kind of shoo him off. But if it's somebody else, man, they get more access. They're tired of Trump. They don't carry Trump rallies anymore. One of the things that cracked me up, though, yesterday during the show, during the radio show, we noticed Trump was speaking in Somerville, South Carolina. And I I had no idea that there was a Trump rally, but I was like, hey, John Bird, let's go to that. So we went to a little bit of it live, but then the show ended, so we moved on. I started watching it after I, I left the studio, and I was thinking to myself, man, it's so surprising that Fox News is carrying a Trump speech. We were, I mean, we're sitting there watching it real time. They don't carry Trump speeches anymore. They don't even like to talk about Trump. But here they are. I think I made the comment that it must be a, a, a slow news day because they spent the day talking about polls. If, you, if, if the news agency spends the whole day talking about polls, that means it is a slow news day. But I knew it was a slow news day when they started carrying a Trump rally. Until this happened. Donald Trump's talking about the upcoming debate. He talks about how nobody watches Fox News anymore. And then he did the unthinkable. He mentioned Tucker Carlson on Fox News' airwaves. <gasps> Shocking. And we're the only ones going up. They're going down. They're going down, down, down. They ought to stop wasting their time. You know, they're wasting a lot of time with these ridiculous debates that nobody's watching. Their last debate was the lowest-rated debate in history. That's a good compliment, isn't it? And what was I doing, Marjorie? I was someplace else, wasn't I, huh? I was doing another interview. We had 271 million people listening to the Tucker Carlson interview. That's an all-time record. So here we are, uh, back in the thick of campaign season. We are now just four months away from the... She's like, we're getting up out of here. He's talking about Tucker Carlson. We can't do that. That's a no-no. <laughs> Dude, I wish. I, oh, my God. Everybody that's a guest on Fox News has the opportunity to be a hero, okay? If you're a guest on Fox News... Just by the end of the interview, mention Tucker Carlson. 
Mention Tucker and Donald Trump both. And just see what they do. <laughs> Especially if it's live. They can't do anything about it. <laughs> oh, that was so good. The awkwardness of the people in the media. The enemy of the people. I hate to say that about Fox News, but truly, they are. Fox News, y- y'all know how we are about Republicans. We're very squishy about Republicans. Because there's very few that are standing up for our values. The American people, conservative values. There's only a select few. Fox News has decided to stick with the other portion of the Republican Party. They they looked at their viewer base and they said to themselves, all right, there's two sides to the Republican Party. There's over here, there's the old school establishment GOP, and then there's this new America First MAGA deal. Uh, our viewers are America First MAGA deal, so let's Go with the other side of the Republican Party and start reporting in that fashion. That's essentially what they did. And they won't. Another thing is they won't be honest with you about what's going on in Ukraine. I talked about it at length today. You've got over in Canada, you've got Justin Trudeau and Vladimir Vladimir Zelensky bringing up a literal Nazi in the Canadian Parliament's like, oh, hey, thank you, thank you for being a Ukraine veteran. Turns out he was actually a volunteer in the in the Nazi death camps. <laughs> Killed, killing millions of people. And the Canadians are up there applauding the guy. There's that story. They won't report on that. And they also won't report that Russia is obliterating Ukraine. Ukraine doesn't stand a chance at all. I caught video before I started this of Russian forces destroying a a depot, a Ukrainian depot, with 3,000 tons of ammunition. They basically found out where the Ukrainians were stockpiling their ammo, which chances are was the ammo that we gave them, and just blew it up. Just as easy as that. How much? How many taxpayer dollars were involved in that? There's no telling, buddy. Here's the footage. You can see the damage that's being done. And the fact that Vladimir Zelensky and Ukrainian forces are continuing to beg for weapons and to, to beg for ammunition, assuming that they don't have enough, that's probably not good. That's probably not good. There was another part where Russian aerospace forces destroyed a a. a uh, a, what a Ukrainian Air Force, uh, what's it called? The MIG-29? I don't know the name of these things. Uh, at uh, one of the airfields, I'm trying to see. 
Russian long-range missile strikes. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, here you go. Here's a video of this. Let me show you this real quick. I'm just doing this in real time. You know what's amazing is every time you find these videos that are shared by... Ukrainian or Russian forces, and it's usually on apps like Telegram and stuff like that. It's always got this Russian pop music playing in the background, which I find incredibly bizarre. Can't you at least get some, I don't know, dramatic music playing to where it kind of, you know, plays into the, the whole aspect of where it wore? Here's another one. Let's see what this one is. This is another bomb-dropping deal. On more Ukrainian airplanes. Just over and over and over. But one of the most troublesome, I think one of the most troublesome uh, videos that I've seen over the past few days was drone footage that allegedly was showing the 30th, 30th mechanized brigade in Ukraine dropping grenades on Russian soldiers that were attempting to surrender. Which, as I explained on the radio show, violates international rules, the basic rules of the Geneva Convention. When somebody is surrendering, you're supposed to take them in, take them in as a prisoner. You're not supposed to, if you're from the developed, civilized war, well, world, you're not supposed to kill people who are surrendering. But the Ukrainian forces, who we now know as Nazis, they don't play by those rules, apparently. Now, I'll go ahead and warn you, this is graphic footage, so prepare yourself. This is footage from a Ukrainian drone... Dropping bombs on a Russian soldier who is attempting to surrender. Watch this. As you see, the soldier's already injured. He's begging him. Begging them to stop dropping bombs on him. Or these grenade-style bombs. And so these are coming from Ukrainian telegram channels where they're doing this stuff and then they're turning around and bragging about it. Obviously, this is the the horrors of war. War is ugly. War is gruesome. But our role in it is wrong. It's completely wrong. On a humanitarian side... And on an economic side, we have no business being involved in this war 
whatsoever. Y'all know my stance on it. I don't have to go into it. What I do want to show you before I get out of here is about another radio broadcaster. He's actually out of Denver. Uh, let's see. Denver businessman John Caldera says he's had it with the homeless going number two around his business in what he calls an act of civil disobedience. He dumped human poop that he found outside of his business on the steps of the Denver City Council. Let's see. Radio host and president of the Independence Institute. Uh, Okay, so he is a radio show host as well, but he owns a business, and homeless people in Denver are pooping in his business, so he decided to take it to uh, City Hall and deliver that very poop to them. Oh, my God human feces that I've cleaned up. John Caldera isn't the first person to poo-poo the work of city leaders, but he may well be the first to leave poo on the steps of City Hall. This is a present from the homeless to the people who have kept this homeless problem going. President of the Independence Institute, a think tank in downtown Denver, Caldera says he's tired of the homeless using his private property as their public restroom. He says at least twice a week, security cameras catch a homeless person defecating outside his business or worse. We have to clean up vomit and urine and syringes and use condom and feces. Caldera says he's tried appealing to police and Mayor Mike Johnston to no avail. The answer, he says, isn't tiny homes, it's jail cells. This is not an affordable housing crisis. This is a drug crisis. This is a mental health crisis. And this is a crisis of law that these people who need help will never get help if they are not brought to jail where they are forced to get some help. Meantime, he says he'll continue to dump on City Hall and urged other Denverites to do the same. Next time you clean it up, drop it off here. Drop it off at City Hall as an act of civil disobedience to ask them, to demand of them to address the problem. That's pretty good. I got to be honest. That's, <laughs> that's a pretty good deal right there. Just take the duty. Everybody should do that all across the country. This is the liberal utopias that Democrats want to bring you all across the country. This is literally a result of their policies. They want you scooping doo-doo off the street in front of your house. And, of course, this is what we've tried to tell everybody all along was going to be the result of those policies. But we were just mean, bigoted people that didn't want gay people to get married or something. So that's us. That's us, baby. I'm out of here. Thank y'all for checking this out. Make sure you like, share, comment, all that stuff. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new episode of Over the Line Hot Takes. Until next time, see ya, cuz. Tell me-